Good evening. This is Nadia with Art of Sia, and you're listening to Wine and Wednesdays. Thank you so much for joining me today as I talk about the difference between self-preservation versus adaptation. If today is your first episode, welcome and thank you for the support. I would like for you to remember that Art of Sia focuses on three key ideas, seed planting, recognizing illusions, and acts of kindness. Begin to tune into these so that you can change your perception in order to change your situation. Let's get started. Preserving oneself is not viable in a marriage. Self-preservation is dangerous. Grab your Bibles for me for just one quick second and turn to Genesis 2.24. It states, a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. Two, become one. All of your decisions, all of your problems, your victories and successes, your failures and struggles are now shared with your spouse. You do not succeed without him, nor do you fail on your own. Going into a marriage only thinking of oneself, being only concerned about your desires and your feelings, or even focusing only on your spiritual growth and safety is a recipe for disaster. So when you think of preservation, what words come to mind? What about protection or maintaining, safeguarding? Or maybe you might think of preserving like how we do in food preparation, right? We preserve something so that it lasts longer. So in the case of food, we want it to stay fresh. You are no longer a single woman. Why do you need to preserve that version of you? Think about it for a minute. Why would you want to hold on to or even why should you hold on to that stage of your life? You worked hard to become a wife. And for many of us, it was a dream come true. Now, that dream looks different from person to person. Maybe you married for money because financial stability is important to you. Maybe you were raised that men should be the sole provider for a family and you found the best person to meet those needs. Maybe you fell in love and wanted to spend the rest of your life with him, raising your children and ultimately watching your grandchildren grow up. Or perhaps you simply just didn't want to be alone and you found a companion. Whatever your happily ever after dream looked like, whatever reason it is that you got married, you're here now. And in most cases, it was your decision. You decided to do this. You have a partner a spouse that has taken vows with you, you no longer need to preserve that single woman's mindset. Now, you might be asking yourself, well, why is it so dangerous in a marriage? If you only focused on yourself, you and your spouse will have a difficult time connecting. Why is that? Because you are less likely to be vulnerable. Being vulnerable in a marriage opens the door for your spouse to learn who you are. He's not a mind reader, and you cannot keep your secrets from him. 
Your desires must be spoken. Your triggers must be explained so that you guys can try to avoid them. Your insecurities must be discussed so that you can try to lift yourself up. If you do not share with him your true self, this will lead to intimacy issues. Now, I know you know men tend to be attracted more by sight. They're more visual than we are. For most women, intimacy begins with a connection. Don't lose the connection because you don't want to be vulnerable. Self-preservation is dangerous in a marriage because you will find that you guys are going to be arguing more and more, but you're not getting to any resolutions. So you're having these same arguments over and over again. Self-preserving, it's making it impossible to see eye to eye. Now, you're not going to see eye to eye on every issue, right? But one who only focuses on themselves, you're going to be more consumed with trying to make sure that you're getting your point across, that you're making sure that he is understanding where you're coming from and you're missing the message that it is that he is trying to direct to you. You cannot learn anything if you're always right. And please do not be fooled into believing that you've learned everything that life has to teach you. Open your heart to your spouse's point of view. You actually might learn something. Don't allow your different viewpoints to alter how you treat him with respect. Don't start disrespecting him. And resenting him because maybe you aren't seeing eye to eye and he isn't giving you the um, validation that you feel like maybe that you should. Don't let that step in the way. That's what self-preservation has a tendency to do. If you're worried about preserving yourself, you're also probably expecting that this marriage thing here is going to be 50-50. So if you did X, you expect him to meet you with X. This is such an immature way of looking at your marriage. There are seasons where you will do more than him and vice versa. So for example, children, right? Early on in the your child's life when they're babies, you will have those babies more than he does. The children are ours. But sweetheart, this time who shall pass. This season is not going to be your life forever. Those children are going to go to school one day and let's say they start playing sports and he very well might be the one who's picking them up after school and taking them straight to basketball practice. And now who's doing more? Enjoy the season you're in because this season too shall pass. I understand that the days are long but the years are short. Stop keeping score. This actually kind of takes me back to episode seven. What has he done for me lately? It's not always about you, boo. A marriage is a union between two people. You are not in this alone and must give in order to take. So Those are some key reasons on why self-preservation is dangerous in a marriage. So you're married now, right? So it's time to adapt to a married woman's mentality. But before we do this, I'd like to take our wine break. All right. So today I have with me a Malbec. I don't really drink Malbecs that much. 
This is a 2019 Katina Malbec. Um, it's from the high mountain vines of Bodega y Venedos Cantina. Actually from Argentina, Mendoza, Argentina. Here. It's one of those, I think it's kind of thin. I don't think that it's like one of those nice full bodied um, wines. It doesn't taste like that one a couple weeks ago I told you tasted like water. But it does have a nice little kick to it. A nice sipping wine. Grab some cheese and olives. I should have made myself a board today. That would have been good to, to have with this wine from Argentina. All right. That's it. Let's get back into it. All right. My sister-in-law got married a few years ago. And at her bridal shower, all of her guests were asked to give her some advice and to put it down on a little post-it note. My post-it note said to her, it's okay to change for your husband. You must adapt to being wifey. Now, the only reason why I remember this is because she's mentioned it to me a few times over the last couple of years. Apparently she put it on a refrigerator, but I told her you must adapt to being wifey. Now, at the time of her wedding, I had been married almost 12 years and I truly, truly understood the importance of self-adaptation. And I thought it was important to tell her that it was okay to change. I feel like as women, we have been told so many times by everyone that you don't change for anybody. You must be true to yourself. You are fine the way you are. If they don't like you, something's wrong with them. These are words that our aunties and our grandmas and our moms have told us as we were blossoming into womanhood while we were out there dating. And I believe that it is great advice to have and single women must follow this. But you do understand that the rules are different for single women. What applies to a single woman does not necessarily work for a married one. Without change, I do not believe happily ever after is in your future. So when I think of adaptation, these are the kind of words that come to my mind. It's converting, altercation, modification, an adjustment. Went out to Google. You know how I like to Google words. So adaptation is actually the process by which an organism becomes better suited to its environment. A single woman must adapt to being a wife. Your environment has changed. So must your mindset. So what are the, some of the benefits of adaptation, right? As you mature, you are going to change. It's just the way that things are. I am so thankful that I am not the person I was when I first got married 16 years ago. How boring would that be? He's not the same person he was either. If we did not change, one of us would have outgrown the other. You also need to remember that the expectations are not the same. You cannot, you should not expect a single woman to be the head of a household because you, you do know you're the CEO of your house, right? You're the one who makes sure those kids are ready when they need to be, where they need to be in the right uniform. 
You make sure those science projects are done on time and in completion. You keep track of your husband's dentist appointments and his LDL and blood pressure levels. And let's not forget, you also hold a full-time job. A good wife is a rare commodity. If you do not become selfless, it will be difficult to meet these expectations that are put on you as a wife. It's very similar, you know, to corporate America, right? How they have that organizational job chart, you know, where you got the the CEO at the top and then it just kind of funnels down and you can look at it to figure out who reports to whom. So there's that hierarchy, right? And so there's a skill set required to move up in this hierarchy, As a single woman, you are learning the skills needed to become a wife. But once you take on that responsibility, you start to get to see that behind the scenes footage of what it really takes to be a wife. Remember, the expectations are different for worker bees than they are for the queen. You must adapt to being wifey. This will help you build a strong bond with your husband. It helps to provide a safe place to explore your desires and it allows a space to open up for unconditional love because you're changing. So is he and you're understanding that it is okay to change and baby, I still love you anyway and we're going to work through this together. Adapting allows you to learn how to pick your battles. Oh my goodness. Not every single battle is meant to be fought. Picking your battles wisely gives you an opportunity to look at his viewpoint. Stop arguing over every little thing. This is a way to invite in a safe place. No one wants to be in a chaotic home where as soon as you walk in the door, people are bickering at you and yelling at you and you have no no place to go to think. Nobody wants that. If you're picking your battles wisely, you're allowing for your home to be more peaceful. It allows you to speak your mind and then move on. You're not holding grudges because you understand that this too can change. It just gives you an opportunity to speak your peace and to move on. So to recap, there is no room for self-preservation in a marriage. And actually it is quite dangerous. When you marry your spouse, you two become one and therefore self is no longer the priority. It should not even be in your vocabulary anymore. In order to fully experience the joys and the pleasures of a marriage, you must unite as one. Adaptation is the process of becoming better suited for your marriage. When you adapt, you modify. You are not creating a new being. Please, please, please do not misunderstand me. I am not saying you need to reinvent yourself in order to be happily married. I am only stating that making a few tweaks is necessary. You must view married life with a new mindset. The time for thinking and behaving like a single woman is over. 
All right. Thank you so much for sticking with me today, Wednesday, August the 3rd. I really, really appreciate the support. And for all of you that are following me on Instagram, thank you. Thank you. Please, if you are not, I am on Instagram and Facebook at art.of.sia. That's S-I-A. Please go out and like and follow that Facebook page for me. I would really appreciate it if you're already doing that. Again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you want to learn a little bit more about one-on-one coaching, please go out to artofsia.com and um, there's some more information out there. If you've got any ideas or any wines that you want me to sip and call out, I would love that as well. Until next time. Take care of each other.